podcast. I'm so excited for today's session and for for today's conversation because we're going to be talking about what to do if you have an incredible idea, um, something that you know is going to really help people and really expand your audience or your clients and you want to share it and you want to launch it and you want to share this amazing idea with the world but you just don't know if you feel ready yet. And this can be, you know, around a coaching business. This can be around your, um, you know, potential ideas on different masterclasses, programs, masterminds, containers, one-on-one, you know, going from just, you know, mindset coaching or fitness coaching or spiritual coaching to business coaching, what the steps would be that I would suggest for somebody to feel like they're really embodied in what they're teaching and they're actually ready to get it out there and share it with the world. So I'm very excited for today's session because I feel like there's so much value in this. And this is also a conversation, like if I'm being really frank with you, I have this conversation with people probably like once a fortnight or once a month um, with different clients of mine in various programs because, you know, oftentimes people struggle with feeling ready to either teach on a particular topic um, or, you know, to launch their own businesses, right? They're feeling nervous, they're feeling unsure, they're feeling a little bit um, scared, or they might be experiencing imposter syndrome, all really normal things to be experiencing just before you venture into a new unknown land. And so, you know, this is going to be especially helpful for those of you who are like, yeah, I have these beautiful ideas and these big ideas that come through often. And it's like, how do I know that I'm actually ready for it? (laughs) Like, how do I know? So, I want to talk a little bit about why most people get nervous um, before we kind of get into anything because there's so much on this. And honestly, this could be like a paid masterclass in and of itself, this whole conversation, but I'm going to do my best to keep it quite short, sweet and granular so that you can get as much out of it as possible. But I find that with a lot of people, the reason why they get quite nervous around like launching or around sharing these beautiful big ideas is because of the fact that they might have felt like they've just worked through the problem that they're going to be then supporting people with. Of Like, okay, I've just like kind of embodied this in my own world and it's fresh. It feels new. Or perhaps it's like, okay, I've just started working with a coach. I've just done my certification. I'm just fresh into the industry. It feels really, really new. Um, So they've just sort of like worked through some of the stuff that, you know, their clients, they'll be supporting clients with. Um, it will feel really fresh and perhaps at other times they they haven't actually spent much time on it and they're nervous about being an imposter syndrome, like experiencing imposter syndrome, sorry. They're nervous about being an imposter and experiencing imposter syndrome. So, you know, there's a few different things that I like to talk to with my clients that really helps them be able to A, get ready to share something or to know if they are ready to be able to share something. So this is a little bit around like knowing if you are ready um, and then knowing when you basically should start to get things out there. And so the first step that I want you to kind of really harness and listen into is that 
all ideas that are given to you, I believe there's a million ideas going through around the world at any given time. And sometimes we can be accidentally tuning into the undercurrent of the entire industry around what's really needed for a lot of people. So oftentimes we can sort of be like plucking out ideas that are, you know, the collective consciousness really needs. But I'm a firm believer that all ideas are really powerful and they are absolutely incredible and they get they get to be gifted to you for a reason, right? And so one thing that I would suggest if it's like, okay, I've had this idea, but it doesn't feel super strong and it feels like a very far away thing, fantastic, park it, let it come back to you. I'm a firm believer and you guys know this, I play with energetics in my work big part of the reason why, you know, the scaling during silly season masterclass is all around energetics, right? Because mindset and energetics, because I'm a firm believer that the universe is gifting us ideas all the time, that we're tuning into the frequency of abundance. We're tuning into the frequency of magnetism with our work. And so, you know, there's more at play than just our mind. There's also a big energy force behind the scenes. So that's why sometimes, you know, you'll have little seeds planted Um, And you might not necessarily see the fruit of them immediately, but that doesn't mean that things aren't happening on an energetic level. It doesn't mean that your your work isn't being spoken about. It doesn't mean that, you you know, your name isn't being mentioned in a lot of different rooms because oftentimes that is happening. So, you know, going back to the first piece, my my thing is to recognize that you know, these divine ideas, they're gifts given to you. And if they, and if it feels like it's consistently coming up and it's something that A, initially gets you very excited, it's actually worth paying attention to. If you go, wow, that's a cool idea. And that makes me quite excited. And I would be really expanded by speaking to this, then it's something worth paying attention to. So now is the next piece, right? So it's like, okay, am I actually ready to be doing this, right? So it's asking that question of like, do I embody what it is that I, this idea is, right? So if it's a masterclass, for example, and it's like self-confidence, you're teaching people around self-confidence or you're teaching people to embody their power. Do, have I found that I've done this in an area of my life or areas of my life that I feel very confident in? And there is either a process or a different way of viewing things that I know that I hold that will be really valuable to other people that I, that I look at often, Right. If the answer is yes, then immediately you're fucking ready. Go do the damn thing, right? If the answer to that is yes, go and do the damn thing. If the answer is no, there can be a couple of different reasons why this is actually coming up for you. And I want to go into all of them. So firstly, I just want you to recognize and know and realize that a lot of people that are drawn into the coaching industry are drawn into the coaching industry and and those with like a beautiful, big, soulful mission on their heart they're drawn into this industry because of the fact that they themselves have been touched by someone in the industry, right? They've been deeply moved, touched, inspired. They have been, their life has changed significantly from the work of this industry. So it's usually that like those people will typically be invited into this because they're like, oh my gosh, you know what? I went to a seminar from someone and it changed my life. I was at, you know, this breathwork workshop and it really changed the game for me. I had a massive breakthrough. I worked with a one-on-one coach or I worked in group containers and it completely changed my entire perception of myself. And that's why they typically want to come into the industry, right? And so oftentimes, you know, people who come into this space are not all just like, they're not coming into the space fully healed and fully perfect, right? Like they're coming into the space 
with their own wounds, with their own baggage, with their own stories, sometimes with their own trauma, right? And so oftentimes I have found that a client can be incredibly gifted and they can have such a deep level of embodiment, but they might not actually see it themselves. And so their standards of what it means to be embodied in a certain lesson and in a certain conversation is incredibly high, so high and almost too high to the point that it's like basically impossible to live up to. And what I mean by this is like, okay, you know, I had I had a conversation with somebody not that long ago. They were like, okay, I want to be teaching on um, business, but sometimes I feel like I feel a bit rocky with my business, not in the way of cash flow, but just in the way of like myself, I feel rattled or, you know, something happens and I feel upset and I feel nervous and I, and I get in my head. I don't stay there for very long, but I do find that that happens to me often. And they were like, I don't feel like I'm embodied enough because I'm not feeling amazing about business every single day. Like most of the time I feel great, but there are some days where I don't feel incredible. And I was like, that's fucking normal. Like my idea of being embodied in a space is not being perfect or not exuding to your audience or to the people that are really important to you, the people that you want to actually impact, not exuding this air of I'm so fucking good. Look at me. Right. It's exuding this, like the, the, the real humanness because humans have moments of doubt. Humans have moments of, you know, really doubting themselves or feeling low or feeling defeated. And I think a lot of that brings a lot of lessons to be able to help other people. So they're not staying in those spaces for a really long time. And so being embodied to me is really about recognizing, you know, okay, I I really live and I breathe by what it is that I teach, right? So like I really live it and I breathe it all the time. And then if I fall off the bandwagon, I know how to get back on pretty quickly. So instead of staying in a place for an, ex, an exuberant amount of time, right, a really long time, I know how to get myself back on track really fucking powerfully so that I'm able to move forward. And so, you know, it's really looking at right now, and this is probably the first step is looking at like, what is your definition of being embodied enough to teach this work? Because if your definition around being embodied enough to teach this work is that you have to be perfect in these teachings, you're missing the whole point because it's not about being perfect. It's about being in congruence and knowing how to recognize when you're falling off the bandwagon and when we're not living in embodiment and knowing that we get to get back on board and not shame ourselves and go into a shame spiral that we're not good enough because we didn't realize this, right? That's just going to keep you separate to what it is that you want for longer. And that will show up for your clients too, right? It's like this all or nothing thinking. If I'm all on board with X, Y, Z, then I will be able to have X, Y, Z, right? Like it's the exact same thinking, but it can show up differently for some clients if it's the eating kind of thing, right? Like I'm on track with my goals and I know that I'm making really great habits and really great choices, but oh my God, I had a blowout over the weekend shit, does that mean that like, I'm not someone who takes care of my health and fitness and I'm not good enough to be able to do X, Y, Z or to compete or to do blah, 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 blah. If that's the conversation that we're like, you know, that we're having with ourselves before we're going to put something out there and launch it. Then we're also holding this like ridiculously high expectation on our clients and, and they will feel that, right? Intuitive clients will feel the standards that we're setting. So it's really important to recognize what your definition of embodied actually is and if it's something that you can even live up to. Because my suggestion for the vast majority of my clients that I work with who are incredible perfectionists, who really, you know, they, they are, they, I'm not going to lie, they are absolute perfectionists, 
it is to actually like loosen the grip of what it means to be embodied and loosen the idea that they need to be perfect in something in order to be able to support others, teach others, guide others, because nobody's perfect in it. And the more that we live in this like crazy fucking world of it needing to be perfect, the less likely we are to feel good about it. So really important to recognize that first and foremost. So my next piece really sort of ties into the definition of embodied, right? Like what is the actual definition? Does it, have you decided that that means that you need to be perfect in it? Like how perfect and how, you know, glamorous do you need to be to allow yourself to actually share this work? So that's the first piece, right? And obviously, you know, if you still feel like, "Mm, yeah, but I'm still not quite embodied, then there's something to be looked at. And I'll talk about that in a minute. But the next piece is really looking at like, how do you view yourself as a coach? right? How do you view yourself as a coach? How do you view yourself as a person in general, right? Looking at the relationship that you have with yourself and how much you've got your own back, right? Because we will be shocked to see how much this can influence our ability to A, hold a container and hold a container full of, you know, hundred people or 20 people or 15 people or two people, right? Like how we view ourselves influences a the standards that we're setting for our clients and they will unconsciously pick up on that but b it will influence how ready we actually feel to hold a container now i'm a firm believer that like it's it's important to just put yourself out there and do the damn thing but there are certain ideas that don't, do take a little bit more time to mull over to move into etc cetera, etc cetera. but the big thing is like really looking at okay how are you actually viewing yourself as a coach and as a leader and as a human being because if that feels like a really negative relationship and you view yourself in a really negative light, then it's likely that, you know, and again, we all come into this space because we've been impacted by it. It's likely that that's going to influence your way of viewing if you're actually ready or not. Right. And so like my job with a lot of clients is often actually boosting up their confidence in how they view themselves, their work, their teachings, the connections that they have and changing the way in which they view themselves as a leader in this space that they're able to hold more because oftentimes they're actually helping their clients view themselves in a different light as well. So really important to look at, like, how do I actually see myself as a coach? How do I view myself as a leader in this space? How do I view myself as a human? Do I have a lot of good things to say about me? If I don't, then this is some of the work to be done, right? Like some of the work to be done on just how I view myself as a coach, how I hold containers, the conversations that I'm willing to have and how I feel about me because it's more like more than likely going to influence my capacity to be able to then go and do something or hold a space that makes me uncomfortable and makes me nervous. So that's the next piece. After that, if you still feel like, okay, yeah, no, I look at myself in a really great light. Like I see myself as a powerhouse, as a coach and a human being, like I really have a great relationship with myself. The expectations of embodied aren't super high. Like I know what it means to be embodied and I know that I can be embodied, but you're still feeling like, oh, like it still doesn't feel really fantastic yet. Like it's an idea that I really love, but it makes me nervous it makes me feel like I don't know what I'm talking about. What if my ideas and the way that I'm talking about this is not going to land as well and my process isn't as fine-tuned and it's bringing up all of this kind of like feelings of doubt and imposter, then my suggestion to you, especially if this is a conversation that you've sort of like walked through before or you've helped a lot of clients walk through prior and it is something that, you know, it is something that you can actually take yourself through, that I would be looking at 
using yourself like a guinea pig, like looking, not using yourself, that's probably not the right way of framing it, but like viewing yourself as a bit of a guinea pig, right? So seeing yourself as a guinea pig to test, to try, to really give yourself the spaciousness for a couple of weeks or a couple of months or even a couple of days, right? However the process, however long it feels right for you or even a couple of years, years is a long time. Like I feel like years is great for other things, but you know, um, giving yourself the actual spaciousness to actually live and breathe what it is that you'd be teaching your clients, because you'd be surprised how often you already do it, right? You already do the things that you're going to be talking to them about. You're already doing the things that you teach your clients about, like all of this conversation that I'm having with you guys. I do all of this all the time, right? There was a lot of stuff around business that, you know, probably two years ago, I didn't feel quite embodied to be teaching on. And now a couple of years later, I do feel incredibly embodied in it. And the reason why is because I've taken myself through these processes millions of times over. I've taken a lot of one-on-one clients through this a million times over. And I have processes and systems that really help support people, which is why I can have these conversations in such an embodied way. Granted, did I need to take that long? No, absolutely not. And like moving forward, I won't because, you know, there's some shadows around that and working with a coach will be really helpful for you to be able to uncover all of this stuff. And I've done that. I've been doing that my entire career, but it's just really important to like give yourself that spaciousness to actually be the guinea pig in certain areas, right? Practice it on yourself, practice working through these different bits and pieces on yourself and for a long time. So for example, if you're taking somebody through like an incredible expansive confidence course, take yourself through the processes that you take other people through, right? Or like work with coaches to help you get good at that too, so that you can have new ideas of it because it's something that you'd haven't embodied quite to the level that you want to. Have that opportunity to take yourself through this work so you can feel really fucking embodied in it and you're excited about it and you can hold the vision of where the clients get to go. Because half the battle, you know, I see with a lot of clients as well is like seeing their clients in their power consistently of like, you get to do this, right? And not making it about themselves because half the time, like we we look at our containers and we're like, what if I don't know enough? What if I blah, blah, blah? Like, we need to hold the vision for the client that they get to be who they want to be, that they get to manifest the lives that they want to manifest or the bodies or the relationships or the businesses. Like we've got to hold that vision too and pull ourselves out of it as much as we can. So give, taking yourself and giving yourself the opportunity to be the guinea pig, to give yourself those incredible results and to deepen into your own work, I think is an incredible thing to do. And it's something that just gives you that opportunity of going, oh my gosh, like this is so fucking incredible. I love using these tools, these practices. And it will also mean that when you go out and you market your program, you market your masterclass, you market your mastermind, that you will feel so excited about it. But more than that, and like not like hypey excited, just like pumped up and expanded by it but you're actually going to want to show up for this, right? Like, you know, you feel the impact that this work can have. And if you're like really far away from what it is that you're going to be taking people through, go back and look at your journaling prompts of when you took yourself through this for the first time. And when you started to go through XYZ experience for the first time and just how mind blowing, incredible it was that you can start to get excited for it in that way too. So that's a really powerful thing to be doing as well. So the next piece is like, okay, yep, I'm taking myself through it. I still feel like a fucking imposter, right? I still feel imposter syndrome. I still feel like perhaps I don't know enough um, and I'm going to be found out that I don't know enough and I'm going to be asked questions that I don't know the answer to, right? And like looking at that kind of a conversation. If you've felt like you've experienced this, 
I would actually start to look at and work on imposter syndrome, right? Looking at this shadow piece because the imposter is is a protector, right? Like it's actually trying to support us and it's trying to um, make sure that we don't do anything where we could potentially be hurt. And I would actually ask myself, like, what is the aim of this part of me, right? What is the aim of this part of me? What is it trying to do? Is it trying to keep me safe? Fantastic. How? Right. And what if this part of me was no longer in charge of my career moving forward? Right. And what if it was just operating an incredibly in an incredibly wounded way to be able to try and keep me small and keep me safe so that I didn't have to take the steps moving forward to be able to really help the world? And looking at like some of the imposters stories around like, is any of this stuff actually fucking true? Like, is this conversation that I'm having with myself around this, is this actually true? Is this standard that I'm setting actually true? And my suggestion would to be to actually go and do some energy work with the imposter and have a coach on that. I have done a lot of work, like this whole last week, I did like 15 hours worth of energy clearing and I fucking love it, right? So like, I that's not work to me. That's like literally having the best fucking week of my life. But I did like 15 hours worth of like mindset and energy clearings and clearing these parts. And oftentimes when the inner imposter is really coming out, I tend to find that it's because the the idea is a massive one that is going to really create a massive ripple effect on the people who actually are, are around it and invested in it. And two, you're about to have this major fucking breakthrough, right? You're about to have these major experiences. And so the big thing is like, looking at the fact that it it wouldn't come up if it wasn't a big idea. It wouldn't come up if you weren't kind of stretching the confines of what your, um, you know, your little safety zone, your comfort zone is. And it's to me in many ways, a really good sign. But my suggestion would be to actually spend some time journaling. What is the, what is the, you know, the purpose of this part? Why is it here? What is it trying to do? And how can we like teach this part of us? Hey, you don't need to be in the driver's seat anymore. Like you don't need to try and protect me through this way. I know why you're doing this, but it's okay. I can protect me. I can hold it. I can handle it. Whatever comes my way, I can hold it. I can handle it. And I'm not expected to know, again, I'm not expected to be 100% embodied 100% of the time, but I'm not expected to know everything all the time either, right? Like I'm not expected to know every single thing and answer every single question to the to the highest level and the highest degree every fucking time, you know, I, I have a question thrown my way. It's okay not to know all the answers. It's okay to continue to learn. It's okay to have my mind change and to be consistently growing and expanding, you know, over this last 18 months or so, there's been so many things like for myself personally, where I have just learned so much and changed my thoughts and changed my views on a lot of different areas and a lot of different avenues. And if I viewed that as a reason for me to be an imposter and to not know enough, then I would stop myself from learning and I would never do anything. Like I would never put ideas out there. Like I would never get anything out there. So it's looking at this part, looking at what it's, what its purpose is. It's trying to keep you safe. It doesn't need to be in charge, resigning it from that, that, you know, that role that it's taking on of trying to keep you in charge and saying, I'm going to take this on instead. It's okay. I've got us. It's totally okay. But my big suggestion is like, if this is something that's big for you and it feels like it's, you know, sort of swallowing you up and imposter syndrome is something massive, then I would suggest being in group containers where you start to work on imposter syndrome, 
Um, you can purchase my masterclass, Imposter to Impactor, which is all for leaders. It doesn't matter what industry you're in. It's all around really alchemizing the inner imposter and it brings up journaling prompts. There is an activation piece in that that's really fucking powerful for you to be able to expand and look at yourself in an entirely different new, different light, but also alchemize that part of you so you can move forward powerfully. But the big thing that I would really strongly suggest is, yeah, get yourself into group environments where you realize that some of the thoughts and some of the ideas that you have about yourself, a lot of people are having as well, but they're not making it mean anything. So they keep moving forward um, or work with a one-on-one coach to be able to start to clear some of those energetic blocks. You can do both of those things with me in my mastermind expanded, which is happening and starting at the end of January. Um, so make sure that you send me a DM or you check out the uh, type form link below for the application form. Those spots are filling out quite quickly. If you are interested in one-on-one coaching with me as well, where we can work on the strategy side of things, but work on the energy blocks and the mindset blocks, then make sure that you also send me a DM. I think I have two spaces left now for 2023 until like July of 2023, which is fucking wild and crazy to me. So make sure that you definitely send me a DM if you want that. If you want the combination of the mastermind and one-on-one, then obviously, um, check it out down below. There is an opportunity to bump up and you can have a couple of one-on-one sessions alongside being in the mastermind, which I find is really powerful for a lot of people who do want to clear some energy blocks and they're wanting to move through some things on a deeper level within the body and the mindset and the energetic level so that their spirit team and themselves are able to get on board to move toward their goals. So I love all of this. I'm yeah, really, I really invite you to look at the imposter syndrome pieces, check out that masterclass down below and you know, do the work, let yourself be guided by this work, let yourself put this work out there, right? Like a lot of these ideas that you have, they've been gifted to you for a reason. So my big thing is, you know, recognizing that these ideas are gifted to you, looking at what it is that you've made it mean embodied has to be, and is the standard a little bit too high on yourself right now? The next piece is to really change the way that you view yourself as a coach, as a powerhouse, as a leader, as a human being. And when you've done that, you know, really give yourself the opportunity to potentially live in it, be the guinea pig. And by the way, guys, like you'll have so many ideas. I've spoken to this in other masterclasses, which you can, you can check out down below the, you know, selling simplified and launch energetics masterclass. You can purchase those now. Um, but you know, you'll get so many ideas of what to launch and what to sell based off of what you've actually walked through. Uh, And so this is something that I have conversations with my clients about all the time, but doing that as well. And then looking at the imposter syndrome, like looking at the inner imposter, doing some work around that and also getting a coach, right? Like the amount of times I have conversations with my clients and this is a, instead of spending, you know, 26 minutes going through step by step by step, they have a conversation with me for three minutes via Voxer. And then all of a sudden they're launching the damn thing, or they're putting the idea out there or they're giving themselves a little bit of spaciousness to be able to actually put the work out there or you know, give themselves the opportunity to embody the work so that they're able to put it out there. The way that we collapse time in private mentorship and in you know group containers, like in these mastermind containers, is completely fucking different, right? Like it's completely elevated to an entirely new level. So give yourself the opportunity to be supported in that way. And by people that like you really connect with and that you like the way that they work and they operate, right? There are so many different coaches out there. Everyone has a different flavor. It's like an ice cream shop. There's a million different flavors. If you love spiritual business that really takes into account nervous system, takes into account the way that you view the world, takes into account your past and 
takes into account the spirit world and spirit team, then, you know, obviously the work that I would do will be really fucking powerful for you. Combining that with strategy, holy shit, right? But if there's different flavors, go with that, right? There's there's no fucking right or wrong. Everybody operates differently and therefore everybody's flavor and the, the way that they're going to grow best is going to be different too. So I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. If you have, I really invite you to share it. Um, we're doing what we can to get this out there to more and more people at the moment. Make sure that you give us a review as well, a five-star review if you've enjoyed this episode. And if you have any questions for me, make sure that you send me a DM. Otherwise, I will speak to you next week. And what I want to say is that we also have some really exciting things happening. And there's a couple of different ideas as well that I have during the Christmas period of different things that I want to sort of share. Some of that is like, you know, money manifestations, um, walking, like walking meditations, those sorts of operations. So let me know if you're interested in that just by sending me a simple DM and I will speak to you next week. Bye.